You are listening to The Political Periscope, a weekly podcast brought to you by Radio WNET. Interviews on international politics, security, geopolitics, economy and more, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Today's interview is part of Radio WNET's project on the Bucharest 9, the countries of NATO's eastern flank. Our guest is Jaroslav Nat, Minister of Defense of Slovakia. Political Periscope. The guest of Radio Vnet is Minister of Defense of Slovakia, Jaroslav Nat. Good morning. Good morning. How is Slovakia preparing for the NATO summit in Madrid? Well, uh, not not surprisingly, uh, we're focusing on uh, two things. Uh, first is uh, obviously more, uh, I would say, diplomatic preparation with the uh, accession of possible accession or invitation for Finland and Sweden to join NATO, and then discussions about the strategic concept. And then obviously the second part is more military, and that is uh, focused on current situation in Ukraine and current situation in the eastern flank of NATO, also focusing on uh, strengthening uh, the eastern flank militarily with the presence of allied forces uh, on our territories, including Slovakia and Poland. What should change in NATO's strategy? There should be a first of all reflection of reality, which means that if we uh, thought of possible cooperation and partnership with Russia also in defense, uh, we can see that it is not possible simply, at least not with the, with the current leadership in Moscow. So the reflection of this should be certainly in the new strategic concept. Uh, and also uh, this means the strengthening, physical strengthening of, uh, of the eastern flag of NATO, including uh, with the presence of uh, allied forces. What should be the conclusion of those reflections? Conclusion is uh, more allied forces uh, on our territory, more, more equipment, modernization of our armed forces, and then simply uh, no cooperation with, with Russia because it does not have any sense. And this should be reflected in the document itself. More troops in Slovakia or in the whole Bucharest 9? More forces uh, where those countries consider them to be important. It doesn't matter whether it's Slovakia, Poland or Baltic countries or Romania. Simply, we are on the eastern flank and uh, we need to to make from NATO countries in the eastern flank simply a fortress. We need to be ready for, uh, as we can see now in in Ukraine, we, can, we need to be ready for uh, uh, whatever option, even though we hope it will not happen. But uh, simply this is a must for us as defense ministers uh, to do our best in order to keep our country safe. Do you think there is any real threat that Russian forces will cross the NATO border? What I would like to say is that, uh, thanks God, we are members of NATO. Otherwise, uh, I'm sure that uh, Russia would be already in our countries, uh, invaded. As a matter of fact, now when we are in NATO, the probability that Putin would dare to do so is uh, rather limited. But there is still this this option and we need to be ready for all options. Uh, so uh, simply, uh, if you want to have peace, you need to be ready for war. And that's reality of life. So we need to be ready uh, for whatever option, even though we don't believe that uh, Putin would dare to attack uh, NATO, especially after the current reality in Ukraine, when he is not able to uh, reach his goals even there, not against uh, 30 uh, countries of NATO. And how does Slovakia straighten its defense force? When I became the defense minister back in uh, 2020, the defense budget was 1.62%. Uh, I believe we'll reach 2% this year uh, and even more uh, in next years to come. We are modernizing our inf- uh, armed forces and uh, significantly modernizing the, the highest level uh, of modernization uh, ever. 
and uh, we are also increasing the number of personnel by 20% until the end of 24. So uh, it really uh, means significant uh, improvement of our defense. In recent days, the Slovak government has decided to send eight howitzers to Zana to Ukraine. Slovakia supports Ukraine with what weapons? Well, Slovakia, as well as Poland, obviously, uh, we are among those countries that help the most uh, Ukrainians. We have already donated uh, more than 150 uh, million uh, euros worth uh, military equipment aid to Ukraine in book prices back from 80s and 90s, uh, which in reality of market prices today would mean uh, uh, maybe one zero more, which means one and a half billion uh, of euros that we have provided to Ukraine. It's not only about uh, aid howitzers Zuzana that, that you're mentioning. It's also about S300 system, for example, that we donated and those those eight Zuzanas is, uh, I think, only beginning uh, of the process. So, uh, yes, uh, we are helping with whatever Ukraine considers to be important. And all the donations that we have given to Ukrainian was tailor-made by their uh, expectations. They knew what, they, what we have and they, what they need. And we fulfilled uh, that absolutely accordingly. Do you believe that Ukraine will win the war? We need to be patient, but I think uh, they will. With all the support they have uh, from uh, dozens and dozens of countries in the world, uh, I'm sure that uh, Ukraine wins and uh, uh, please uh, don't count a uh, month uh, like uh, we received uh, together with Alexei Reznikov question today during the forum. Whether in December will be end of the war, we don't know, but uh, we will do our best in order to speed the process up as, as, as much as possible and to, to let Ukraine liberate their country so they keep uh, peace and freedom in Ukraine and in the Eastern Europe. Did you expect such barbarism from Russian troops? Even uh, uh, elderly people in Slovakia, when they come back to uh, moments of uh, liberation during the Second World War, they uh, used to say that uh, there was this kind of signs of barbarity uh, among Russian uh, soldiers during the, uh, the process of Second World War. They remember that. And now actually the same thing happens in Ukraine. It's very difficult to talk about it. But as a matter of fact, uh, this is a reality. And uh, I cannot even imagine how uh, people like that uh, can live in this world. How do you imagine the end of this war? It's very difficult to answer this question. Uh, I think the only uh, option is that uh, uh, there is a change of a leader in, in, in uh, Russia or uh, they simply uh, lose the fight. Uh, I don't see any other option. The government of Slovakia is unanimous. Slovak society is divided into those who believe that Russia is guilty and those who believe that Ukraine is guilty. How is the government dealing with it? Well, uh, even the situation among population is changing. Uh, if you would ask uh, the same question sometimes in January, you would uh, receive the different answer. Now I see that majority of Slovaks uh, simply see that Putin is the one who is responsible for, for this terrible war. And I think uh, that more people would see reality in Ukraine. They, uh, they would more support uh, Ukraine uh, and Slovak government that is supporting Ukraine. Uh, and obviously the other option is that now, even if somebody thought that Putin would not be able to attack brothers in Ukraine, as, as, as they used to say uh, in the past. Now, uh, people in Slovakia can see that Putin is uh, capable of doing anything, really, what, what uh, appears in his head. And uh, this has a real impact on on position of Slovaks. Uh, I can tell you that the, the, the current support for NATO membership in Slovakia is the highest ever, it's more than 70%, which uh, even half a year ago was uh, maybe circulating around 50. Are those research, which we know about, true, that only 16% of Slovaks are willing to defend their own land. 
even when these uh, polls appeared, uh, I simply was against uh, the result of it. Uh, I'm not sure about the question, how it was asked and uh, what is actually uh, outcome of that. But I can tell you that even 16% uh, is, I think, uh, almost 800,000, I think, or so. So if, if there are 800,000 of Slovaks who would be willing to, to defend uh, our country with the gun, it's not that small number. And, and I read the similar poll research uh, from Hungary, uh, I think, two weeks ago, and it was 18%. So uh, it really depends, but I think that at the end of the day, uh, if that situation happens, then all Slovaks would be ready to, to defend our country. How do you evaluate Poland's role in the whole conflict in Ukraine? What is the relationship between Poland and Slovakia? What is the military cooperation like? Poland is doing an excellent job, really, helping Ukrainians in a very, very significant way. and. Uh, and I, I only can pay tribute to, to your country and, and the decision of your government to help Ukrainians in such a, uh, such a big amount, not only in terms of military equipment, but also in many other, other uh, areas. And uh, cooperation between Slovakia and Poland, uh, not only in terms of helping Ukrainians, but also non-bilateral defense cooperation is excellent. Mariusz, my, my Polish counterpart, uh, is, a, is a very good friend of mine. Uh, we are in very close con uh, contact. We communicate very often. Poland will take care of our uh, air policing uh, soon until we receive uh, F-16s from United States uh, that we acquired. Uh, so uh, really, uh, the cooperation between our countries is excellent. And I'm so grateful to the Polish government for this uh, concrete step they're taking. Mr. Minister. Is there any question I haven't asked? <laughs> I think you fulfilled. But uh, again, uh, let me express my, my uh, gratitude to those people from government, from the parliament in, in, in Poland, but also population of Poland who are very uh, clearly on the side of, of Ukrainians, help Ukrainians, help millions of refugees that came from Ukraine to Poland. It is unique and, uh, and this uh, brings us all together. This is really how the Slavic Brotherhood should look like, not uh, the thing that we now see from Moscow. Thank you very much for the interview. I thank you very much. This was the Political Periscope. The podcast is released every Thursday at 7 p.m. 